Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. Cerebral is one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you, and you don't have to wait weeks to be seen. And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, hello. Hey, I don't know if you heard, but my podcast, Checking In, has been nominated for the NAACP Image Award in the category of Outstanding Lifestyle and Self-Help Podcast. I'm grateful for the nomination. I, I almost didn't even do a podcast because I was just wondering, there are thousands of podcasts out there and why is my voice needed? But a nomination from the NAACP lets me know that um, I made the right choice. And I encourage you to do, don't worry if there are thousands of something out that you want to do. No, nobody has your sauce. So listen, you can still vote. Go to vote.naacpimageawards.net. You have until February 5th, um, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And please listen to my podcast. We're a part of the Black Effect Podcast Network on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for checking in. Gigi Hadid opened up about motherhood and mental health. Halsey reflected on presenting white in a mixed race family. And food and culture writer at Vice, Bettina McIntyre, breaks down how tinned fish became the unofficial hot girl food of the summer. It's July 14th, 2021. Hey friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Shiloh Watson. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. Um, so Casey, have you seen those photos? Uh, well, let me start with this. Olivia Rodrigo is at the White House. Yes, she is, um, Shiloh! <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden invited her to help promote um, vaccinations for like the youth, essentially. Um, and there's this photo of her at the podium in the press room, or whatever it's called. And it's just got big, like, like class presentation to me. <laughs> you know, I only have one thing to say to the Shyla, and I don't know if you'll get the reference, but oh no, good for you, Olivia. Do you get it, Shyla? Did you get it? I see. I, I've only I know the title. You know that one song? Okay, <laughs> that's it. That's it. We hey, I'm excited. I'm I'm here for this collab. <laughs> A collab. I love it. <laughs> So first up today, model Gigi Hadid has opened up to Harper's Bazaar magazine about how she handled her pregnancy last year, including the two journals she kept at the time. She said, quote, I had one journal that I called my good journal and one journal that I called my bad journal. They weren't that literal, but one was more for the memories for Kai. Maybe one day I'll give her the bad journal just to be real about it. 
In the bad journal, Gigi wrote about anxieties in days where I felt like, am I good enough to be a mom? I didn't want to feel guilty about feeling those things or writing those things down. I just liked the separation. So this is something I feel like I should do. I yeah. mean, like, you know, I don't have kids. Bit, but just this like, isn't me yeah, saying, yeah, Charlotte, you should do it. That was me saying right. we all should do it. <laughs> but I think it's good to have that separation. I mean, back when I was like really into bullet journaling for a while and I tried to do like a daily gratitude thing. But I think having having it be separate from the bad stuff and, and having a space to just celebrate the good and, you know, get all your feelings out about the bad. I think that this is a great system. I think that I'm like, I'm like going to freaking bring this up to my therapist and be like hey Mm -hmm. is this a thing do people know about this because i'm like (laughs) i feel like sometimes you know people don't you know you don't want to like ruin the good with the bad or you feel like weird about writing the bad and stuff like that but it's like no just having a place to vent and then just having a place to celebrate that's so beautiful i love that and i love the idea that she's going to share these with her daughter you know it won't just be like an amalgamation of you know chaotic feelings but it'll be I'm going to read the good stuff that my mom had to say, and I'm going to read the bad stuff to keep it real. I love that. Yeah. And know that it's okay to feel them both. Right. Exactly. So in other news, in an interview with Allure magazine, singer Halsey recently spoke about what it was like growing up as white passing in a mixed race family. Halsey, whose mother is white and father is black, said that while a lot of people try to write off a lot of my experiences because I present white, they're aware that they'd be faced with a certain disadvantages and violence if they didn't. They added that however sad they felt about not connecting with their family or culture the way they'd like, it doesn't compare to what it would feel like to be discriminated against for, quote, presenting phenotypically black. Halsey also acknowledged that they and their boyfriend, Alev Aiden, who's Middle Eastern, will face new challenges raising their children in a multicultural home. Yeah, um, you know, I don't understand this feeling that Halsey has, but I empathize with it so much and how difficult that can be just like... You know, she's feeling something that not everyone knows what it's like to feel. And that's tough. But I love that they acknowledge their privilege and the disadvantages and violence that other people might feel and how hard it might be to raise their child in this environment. Like, I think going in, knowing that and not having rose colored glasses on is going to be helpful as hard as it may be, you know? Mm, Exactly. All right. So moving on, while scrolling through social media, you may oddly find yourself running into an influx of tinned fish photos. And more so, you may have been informed that it's apparently the official hot girl food of the hot girl summer. Anything from protein bars to spaghetti can be considered hot girl food on social media these days. But what does that even mean? And how exactly does something as unsexy as sardines qualify as hot? If you're wondering why tin fish is hot girl food, that's exactly the question Bettina McElintal posed in her recent Vice piece, and she's joining us now to break it all down. Hi, Bettina. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. So let's start with this hot girl descriptor first. Everything is hot girl something at the moment. So how did this catchphrase take on such a life of its own and become the thing to say? And, you know, technically, what does it really even mean? Yeah, totally. So I think the hot girl descriptor is sort of born out of the Megan Thee Stallion stand community. You know, the whole idea of the hot girl summer that sort of took over in, I think, 2019. And I think what we've seen on social media is just sort of the use of hot girl to refer to basically anything. I think originally hot girl summer sort of meant a sense of like confidence and freedom over your actions and sort of doing your own thing and just living freely. Um, And I think we've sort of extended that to everything by saying, you know, hot girl food, hot girl walks, hot girl tote bags. (laughs) 
Hot girl tote bags. But you mentioned, of course, hot girl food. And this has become a super popular trend on TikTok. So how did this all start? You know, walk us through this first, like how food can be hot and what kinds of food we're seeing under this trend. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that I've been seeing it for a few months, at least online, and really came to sort of a peak uh, was a recent Nylon article about tin fish, where the co-founder of the tin fish company, Fishwife, said tin fish is the ultimate hot girl food. I've been seeing that sort of among my friend circles online as well, where, you know, people say like, oh, Hot girls love tinned fish. Uh, there was also a viral tweet from March that also pointed to tinned fish as air quotes a hot girl food. Um, so I think that has been sort of the catalyst at the moment. But I've also been seeing it, you know, more broadly on TikTok to refer to things like pasta. I've seen it on Twitter to refer to oatmeal. Really, anything can be hot girl food. I think as long as you have a certain mindset around it. You know, it it, it is wild. I, I think in possibly the rest of that quote, it was something, something about protein, right? Where it's just like, hot girls love protein, you know? And I was like, fair. It's, do you know a hot girl who doesn't exist on protein? I don't. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Okay, so yeah. So somehow tinned fish has risen above all as the ultimate hot girl food. And, you know, all of a sudden it's gotten this culinary attention, almost the way something like kale did a few years back. Why tinned fish? Yes, I mean, I saw there, I saw a tweet, I think, like yesterday that said tinned fish must have the same PR person as natural wine <laughs> just because of its like, huge popularity right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think tinned fish, you know, has been building in popularity for a while. And I feel like part of that is there is this idea of sort of like Europe that comes with tinned fish because that sort of conservist culture is so popular in Spain and Portugal that I think part of it is like by having tinned fish, you can sort of tap into that lifestyle where you're eating tinned fish in a baguette and you're drinking natural wine and you're sort of like living your best life. I think that's part of why tinned fish has picked up this like association with hot girl food. That sounds you were talking and it was just like so idyllic. I was like, I want that to be my life. (laughs) I know. I'm like, I don't like I don't like tinned fish. And I'm like, but I do now. Right, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I feel like a lot of it is that people sort of do just want to attain that idea. And they want sort of the feeling of this like special food that all you have to do is open the can and maybe get a baguette, you know. Well, there's this idea that the tin fish moment fits into this larger aspirational lifestyle and how it, quote, falls somewhere between European tapas and a Jewish deli aesthetic, which is an oddly perfect way to describe it. But you had some interesting thoughts on this and whether it's really even a state of mind that we can all really own. Can you expand on this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so I think that, you know, anyone can call anything a hot girl thing, right? We've got hot girl summer, we've got the hot girl walks, there is the TikTok, like hot girl tote bag audio. That's literally just like what is inside your tote bag. And so I think that part of it is there is an accessible sense to this hot girl descriptor where anyone can imply that they're sort of confident and living their best life by using it to describe whatever you're doing. But at the same time, I think like part of it is also this thing that we're all doing online, which is constantly curating everything for the way that other people are going to perceive it. And so I think that part of the hot girl trend is sort of this idea of when people use it, they're sort of portraying this lifestyle. And when we show our lifestyle on social media, you know, it's always comes with a sense that like, other people can attain it. We're also sort of, we're always kind of making things look a certain way or presenting a certain image that might not be reality and it might not be totally accessible to everyone. Right. Yeah. And you know, you wrote how, quote, like the act of cracking open a can of smoked fish, hot girl food is seemingly effortless. But of course, even the things that are portrayed to us as effortless require effort. You also say this effortlessness is a metric used particularly to scrutinize women. Can you further explain what you mean by that? 
Yeah, I mean, I think we see this a lot with like, you know, especially just the idea of like no makeup makeup, for example, which I use as the example there, which is that, you know, women are scrutinized if we, if we're not wearing makeup, we look tired, right? But if you wear air quotes too much makeup, it looks like too much. Then if you ask a lot of people, you know, what is the ideal amount of makeup for a woman? The no makeup makeup look is still a decent amount of makeup. It just sort of does not like announce itself super loudly in the way that like red lipstick would, for example. I mean, that makes sense. Um, I know I think about that with like hair as well, the like no effort hair look um, that I just cannot attain. All right, we'll be right back. We've got more about hot girl food this summer after the break. SheFit. We're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. Hello. Hello. Hi. Oh my God, I want to come through the screen and hug you. Hey everybody, Jessica Zor here, also known as Vanessa Abrams on Gossip Girl. I am so excited to share my new podcast with you guys. It's called XOXO and it's a walk down memory lane all about Gossip Girl. I'll chat with some of the cast, crew, fans of the show, and I'm just so pumped for you guys to go on this journey with me. Hi, I'm Ed Westwick. I played Chuck Bass. I just can't believe that I did that with my life. Jay, we had like the most amazing time. Listen to XOXO on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to our show. I'm Zoe Deschanel and I'm so excited to be joined by my friends and castmates, Hannah Simone and Lamorne Morris, to recap our hit television series, New Girl. Join us every Monday on the Welcome to Our Show podcast, where we'll share behind-the-scenes stories of your favorite New Girl episodes, reveal the truth behind the legendary game True American, and discuss how the show got made with the writers, guest stars, and directors who made the show so special. Fans have been begging us to do a New Girl recap for years, and we finally made a podcast where we answer all your burning questions like, is there really a bear in every episode of New Girl? Plus, each week you'll hear hilarious stories like this. At the end when he says, you got some Schmidt on your face, I feel like I pitched that joke. I believe that. I feel like I did. I'm not a thousand percent. I want to say that was, I I, I tossed that one out. Listen to the Welcome to Our Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We're talking with Bettina McAlintal about the hot girl food trends taking over social media. You also got into how there's this cool girl trope at play here as well. One that allows some women to talk freely about how they love to eat, but without the scrutiny that would be imposed upon women who veer outside societal norms of appearances and body size. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, definitely. So for example, one way that the hot girl food trend plays out on TikTok is, you know, there's this audio of Emma Roberts, I think from the show Scream Queens, where she says, um, I'm rich and I'm pretty, so it doesn't even matter. And that's often sort of the audio accompanying these video clips that say like, you ask a hot girl what she eats, and then it shows you a bunch of foods. And usually those foods are things like, you know, a lot of it is pasta and a lot of it is like sushi. 
but sometimes there's like McNuggets or, you know, I think one of them, ones that I saw had like monster energy drinks. So I think that, you know, there is this implication that these foods like are associated with hotness or like will make you hot. But I think it is interesting to like see who's, who's making those videos. And usually it is very sort of thin, conventionally attractive people. Um, and I think those are the people, you know, who can can talk about how much they love pasta very publicly, you know, because it doesn't air quote look that way on their body. It's not an object of, you know, negative criticism from people who are watching it. Whereas if someone who was not, you know, very thin or was not conventionally attractive in the same way said that, I don't know that it would sort of be perceived to the same like positive viral extent. Right, right. So, you know, do you see this trend as one that's likely to remain or will some other hot girl snack eclipse tinned fish soon? I mean, are we going to move on from food entirely? I mean, yeah, I think that everything will just, I think we will just go further and further into calling everything hot girl. I saw a hot girl bookshelf. Uh, on wow, yes. <laughs> that's up my alley. And I was like, okay, we are hitting like the peak of this trend, I think. <laughs> yeah, literally the only thing I could think of is Gretchen from Mean Girls. Everything is fetch. Everything and this is, is fetch. This is what's happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I feel like that's sort of the fun of it is that it can apply to anything. Um, but at the same time, you know, I think it is also interesting to be like, what do we mean when we say this? Right, exactly. And one day we will have said it so much that it will lose all meaning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Bettina, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. It was great talking with you. That's it for today. Come back and join us tomorrow. And remember, when Olivia Rodrigo says get vaxxed, you get vaxxed. Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of what you love about BuzzFeed, coming to you daily. Hey, Randy, what you doing? Oh, hey, Dave. I'm just making a list of things that make me feel really, really good. Wearing Bombas socks. Trust me, that's number one on my list. Bombas socks feel so good because we use the smartest design and best materials, making them the most comfortable socks ever. Plus, because socks are the number one most requested clothing item in homeless shelters, we donate a pair for every pair purchased, and that feels pretty good, too. To shop Bombas or learn more about how your purchase supports those experiencing homelessness, go to bombas.com slash comfy and get 20% off your first purchase. The NFL Podcast Network is your home for all things football. Do you love hearing analysis around the league with a touch of mirth? Or maybe you enjoy breaking down X's and O's in the college scouting scene. Do you breathe, sleep, and eat fantasy football? Perhaps you love the funny headlines that emerge each week. What if you want in-depth news coverage with reporters? Or what if you want to know exactly how each team got its name? Well, you're in luck because the NFL Podcast Network has a show for everybody. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Hillary Clinton, and I'm so excited to be back with a third season of You and Me Both. When I started this podcast, we were going through some tough times, and let's face it, we still are. And here's what I know. We cannot get through this alone. So please join me for more conversations with people who will make you think, make you laugh, and help us find a path forward. This season, I'll be talking about the state of our democracy with experts and with people organizing on the ground. 
We'll draw inspiration from some amazing people like Olympic star Allison Felix and Grammy Award winner Brandi Carlisle. And we'll get into the hard stuff with writer Cheryl Strayed and my dear friend and colleague Huma Abedin. So join us, listen to you and me both on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 